plus she needed to wash her ass. You know, and that'll make when you need to wash your ass, and some woman's telling you you have to check your bags and you can't wash your ass right now. Why didn't she go wash her ass in like a bathroom, like do a horse bath? Well, I mean, she did. You know, yeah, like a like a Polish a Polish shower. She did. But yeah, she needed like a proper ass washing. Was like, it bad? Like she needed like you know those those do it yourself car washes where you with the power washer. She needed one of those. I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. Be advised that the Literate Apecast is recorded for adults with adult themes and language. If you are easily offended, best to cover your ears. But then why listen to a podcast, dumbass? saw pictures of you in mexico early on okay and then i didn't hear from you it was like it's like uh i don't know if you saw my uh my happy birthday post that i threw up in lieu of yours i did not so here's the thing is i went so just for the listener who's not sure um i went to holbosh mexico isla holbosh which is a, a little island uh just north of the yucatan uh peninsula and we the place we booked, they promised Wi-Fi, like the little Airbnb. It was promised Wi-Fi because we wanted just in case there's an emergency with with the kid or with the dog. Yeah, or, and you, you know. said you were going to write your birthday post and, on Sunday, right? When you were there, because that was a nice, just like I'm I wanted here to be I, in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got there, and Wi-Fi for the whole island was down. And this happens a lot, apparently. Like plumbing will da- will go down, electricity will go down, Wi-Fi goes down. So we had no Wi-Fi. Katie, however, had like paid extra with Verizon to get um, just connectivity. So everything that we yep. had, everything that we had was through her uh, phone. Her phone, but that's not Wi-Fi. And I just I couldn't upload. I just I just yeah, couldn't. No. You know. Yeah. So, I, so, so I've I, not been on Facebook. I've not been on Facebook in over okay. a week. I think you're gonna laugh amazing. when you read. You know, because I don't write the funny stuff, but this this made me laugh, and so that's all I'm saying. That yeah, that 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 was the thing. But so I you so I don't hear from you. I, I just kind of it's like, all right, so like at one point I'm like uh Oh, where I'm looking at my text. I'm looking at my text, yada yada yada. And so it's like on your birthday. Okay, wait a minute. This is on the twenty fourth, the twenty the twenty third. So that's the three 23rd. days before my birthday. Yeah, twenty third I say, you make it to Mexico in one piece, nothing. <laughs> the twenty fourth, like like the next morning question mark are you dead in the ocean or just offline which me thinks would be a good thing it's nothing the 26th happy birthday because what else you know the 28th you back in the country and then yesterday the 29th uh, so this is, at this point so yeah. this is the 29th the 29th i get was completely offline no wi-fi on the island it was down KDH has moderate cell coverage. Back in the country, yes, but not home. Getting there has been a nightmare of funny and insulting proportions. We hope to be home tonight. Hope is all we have left, and it's spread thin like Vegemite on toast. So my response is, get home safe. Fuck safe. (laughs) Fuck safe. If we're bleeding from our eyes and missing limbs, limbs, I'd be fine. Just need to get home. My wife's ass needs a washing. And I said, I know what the ape cast will be back. He said, yep, Southwest is going on blast. I'm going to lily be those mofos. Nah, but I strongly eat it. Then I get a picture of you 
with a book over your face lying on a bench in the airport. Uh-huh. Just, and then and then another picture with the dirtiest pair dirtiest of feet. fucking filthy, like, urchin, street urchin feet. Yeah. With how I slept for three hours and 45 increments in Houston. And the, you know, and then I, you know, yeah, so, it just it so, just goes on. Yeah, my right. my feet. Let so, me just say this about my feet. They yeah, let's talk Oliver about this Oliver had nothing about on my feet. That that kid was a fucking spotless Swiffer jet. I mean that. Yeah. So the vacation, the vacation itself was fantastic. I mean, again, you know, we were on this this little island. The one downside to this island was the reason I chose this island, this specific place, was because. I wanted to swim with the whale sharks. The whale sharks are, of course, the world's largest fish. And they come through this area every year. The season is between May 15th and September or something or other. And I wanted to swim with these fucking things. On the way there, on the plane flight there, we get an email. Because I'm on Southwest Wi-Fi and I get an email saying, it's canceled. There's weather problems. And it's like, well, that really sucks. Because this is the only reason I wanted to go here. Yeah, but what are you going to do? Like, weather is weather, and yeah. they, like, they haven't seen a lot of animals. And, like, nature is nature. What, what are you going to do? But, like, fuck it. I'm still going to this gorgeous island. Relax for a few days. We'll swim. They're going to book us on another snorkel tour. Whatever. We'll have to go back and swim with the whale sharks another time. Turns out that the whale shark issue was more than weather. There was a permit problem. Because this whole area is federally protected land and sea by the Mexican government. So something went on with the permits and what the animals were doing and what the feds would allow. So we just, we couldn't have it. It's just like the whale shark version of the fire festival. Uh, yeah, a little bit, sure. We you could promised say that. Ja Rule and you get a ham sandwich. Uh, yeah, I was promised, ja- yes, exactly. I was promised Ja Rule and I got, uh, I got snow. Yeah, okay. If you remember there was snow, the, well, the informer, yeah, you know, yeah. okay, all right, yeah, I know, I know. I don't know. I was just trying to think. Of, I got, I got Ric- Ricardo. What was the guy? The <laughs> shit. What was his name? <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Snow, uh, show notes. Um, but yeah, so we went and it, we had a wonderful time. The food, and in all seriousness, is fucking remarkable down there. Like everything we had was fantastic from the juice blends to the lobster pizza to uh the, the you the went to mexico and, and you had lobster pizza when we were getting our rental car i asked what kind of fucking tourist asshole bro, are you that you went we to mexico you. nope nope not not just nope. like but mexico proper and no. you had lobster pizza nope no what do you mean no you just you said not, you had lobster pizza you do not get to bag on this shit I'm bagging on it. You went. It's like saying. It's you, like this going, is honest to God. It's like going this, to. It's like it's like going to Moscow and saying, "Hey, is, is there is is there a Taco Bell?" You no. fucking rube. I'm telling you, this is seriously <laughs> one of those things where you cannot, nor should you, lest you be a fool, knock it till you try it. I asked the woman at the Alamo. She's like, "Oh, you're going to Hobosh? Oh my God, you're so lucky. It's such a beautiful place. Da 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 da. And there's all this stuff and it." And I said, "Great. What do you? What's the one thing you recommend on this island that we do?" Mountain Dew. She get, said, "Get their Mountain Dew because it's delicious. <laughs> it tastes just like the Mountain Dew in Ohio." Hang on, she said. Jesus. She looks at me dead in the eye and she thinks for a second and she goes, "Lobster pizza." And I said, "Lobster pizza?" And she said, "Yeah." I said, "Any specific place?" She said, "Nope. Anywhere." Okay. 
So Thursday night we get there. We're walking around town. We go for a swim in the ocean. We're bumming around at a couple bars. We're on the beach. And we're walking back into town. And there's a restaurant with a good-looking lady standing out front. And she's got some menus. And she smiles at us. And it says pizza up on the thing. And I went, uh, lobster pizza? And she said, yes. And we're having a special. 500 pesos gets you lobster pizza and two glasses of wine, red or white. And we said, we'll do it. And, uh, dude, I just, it, the pizza was perfect. The crust was perfect. The lo- it's the lobster was fresh. It, dude, I'm, it sounds weird. I get it. But it blew my fucking mind apart. All right. The only way you're going to make up make make this up to me, for me to not feel like I'm just going to judge you, yeah. is that when you go to Rome, you better fucking get tamales. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I will, I, yes, I will get Italian Italian tamales when I go to Rome. Yeah, I've, just go in there and say, hey, do you have any Mexican food? I'm telling you. Do you have some frijoles? Remarkable, but their ceviche okay. was fantastic. the The full fish, I mean, just everything was everything was good. All right, you so know, it's food fresh. Was yeah, good. food was great. How was your birthday itself? Uh, the birthday was nice. Yeah, you know, um, as you well know, Katie put together this this really wonderful book of forty years of of David Himmel and got some of my friends to write nice things and kind of like the roast we had originally were planning yeah, for this yeah, thing, yeah. but um. That's kind of how I tried to channel things. Yeah. Like I was here, a little bit of roast and then a little bit of honest, and there you go. And uh, which is nice because I can take this with me and I have it forever unless the house burns down. Um, yeah. It, but, you know, we just, we, we bumped, we were supposed to go looking, we were supposed to go with the whale sharks on my birthday, but we went snorkeling and fishing and had ceviche. It was, it was a wonderful birthday. Um, yeah. And the rest of the week was great. I mean, the beaches are gorgeous and everyone is really nice and, uh, yeah, it was it was it was good. It was good. Um, coming home was a fucking bloody nightmare. Okay, so then it then it turns. So <laughs> okay, it turns, so at yeah, the mo- yeah. All right, so you're having such a good time. Tell me about the moment it turned, and I want to know all the good details. Well, the, before the I tell you about the moment that it turned, I have to tell you why there was the opportunity for the moment to turn. All right. When I first booked the flights home, uh, we had an early flight on Tuesday morning. And then I thought, well, shit, I don't know if we're going to have time to get to the ferry because you got to take a ferry back to yeah. the mainland. And then we had a, a two-hour drive in the car. Not knowing where I was going or where I was coming from, I wanted to give myself more padding. And I f- was afraid that I didn't have enough padding. Oh, yeah. that's. I mean, that's, that's so, just smart travel. That's just smart so travel. So I rebooked the flight. And in the, in the rebooking, all that was left uh, was a transfer in Houston. Oh, oh shit. So... We flew from Cancun to Houston, Texas. Okay. And that was pro- that was no problem. No problem whatsoever. Out of Cancun, like easy. Nothing at all. Houston, they cancel our flight, which was a 9:35 in the evening. They cancel it. Or they they postpone it. It's like it's now leaving at 10:20, then it's leaving at 11:30, and then it's canceled. And Katie is, and we're tired, you know, like, because when you get to the end of a... Well, you've a, been flying all day, and now you're ready to go home, yeah. Yeah, because, like, we had, to, we had to take a ferry, then we had to drive two hours, and we had to sit in the airport, then we had to and fly, you're carrying yeah. you all your shit with you, yeah, yeah. I yeah. actually okay. have a fucking callus on my finger from yeah. hauling my luggage around. I don't know if that makes it, like, oh, my God, what a travel hell nightmare, or just makes my hands really gentle and pussy-ish, or yeah, a combination yeah, well, of both. You know, 
You're not much of a, you know, you're, you're a writer, you know. Right. You, you, you don't have you don't have the hands of a man. No, all, all the calluses are, are well built up on the right hand from jerking it out of frustration because well, yeah. I can't finish and that's a because your dick is made of yeah, yeah. sandpaper. Uh, so we get we get to Houston. They cancel a flight, and apparently it's a weather thing because Chicago had some storms and it's a nightmare. And it's like oh, okay. Missouri had a giant tornado, like the site. I mean, they like. It was so. It looked like a fucking what is it, Roland Emmerich? Goddamn! Oh thing. my god! It was, it was ridiculous. So yeah. we know nothing because we have enjoyed up to this point staying offline. Like yeah. I think Katie, Katie threw some stuff up on Facebook for the birthday or whatever. I barely looked at it. Um, so like we're not sure of what weather is, and like okay, weather happens. If you can't fly through some shit, that's cool. Let's let's not do this then. No we'll, whale we'll sharks in Houston either. Yeah. Right, right. Um, so then we have to stay. They, it's like getting rebooked is a nightmare. There's like this terrible lineup at the counter, so we have to go back down to ticketing. And this is like midnight now. This is, yes, approaching midnight. Okay. And they get us on a 6.30 a.m. flight. Oh. So the next morning now, we're like, all right, well, should we get a hotel? And Katie goes, we're boarding, we're boarding in four and a half hours. Yeah. So getting a hotel is stupid, so we're just going to crash at, at the airport, which is where the urchin feet came in. Okay. I slept in 45-minute increments and kept waking up. And at one point, Katie, God love my wife, but she hogs the covers in bed and she hogs the one towel that we had with us while we're trying to share this weird bench thing. And I get up and I go to the bathroom and there's these old women that are like that are also on another bench, and they look way too big and way too broken to be sleeping on that bench, and I just felt really bad for them. One of them was snuggling with her cane, which I just thought was funny. Uh, <laughs> so I go to the bathroom, and I, as I'm coming out, I feel my phone vibrate, and I look at it, and they canceled the 6.30 flight. Oh. And now I'm just like, I'd been cool the whole time, like, hey, let's roll with it. This happens. But the 6.30 a.m. flight got canceled, and I, I was... That was it. I was done. I'm like, fuck Southwest. Fuck. You, did you go yell at somebody? Well, here's the thing. Were, is were that you they, that person? Were you that person? No. Good. I was not that person. I'm proud of you. What annoyed me, though, is that they don't tell you that they're trying to rebook you. They just say it's canceled. Then a few minutes later, so you're all pissed and worried. What are you going to do? Panic, panic, panic. And it's at, it, this is at like 3.30 in the morning. Nothing's open. Nobody's at the counter. So... I'm pissed. I'm trying to. So re- wait a minute. So I mean, that's it. It's like it's abandoned. Abandoned. Then they I get a text. The flight and they don't. Have- okay, go ahead. Then I yeah. get a text saying you can rebook at this. Use this. So I click on the link. The link won't let me use the the the, the confirmation code that is this whole trip because quote flight is in progress. Therefore, I cannot make changes to the flight that one had already been canceled. Two, yeah. the new one had been can't. There's no flight in progress, so I can't even yeah. change. So I have to wait for for the ticket counters to open. I'm getting worked up again. I so, can see it. So we finally get down there, and and they figure it out, and they get us on. I think at 11:35. Honest to God, I don't even remember. We had Katie kept all the stacks of the different boarding passes that we got. Oh, we so went through security in the Houston airport. Four or five times. Good Lord. Uh, so they f- they get us on a flight from Houston to Dallas, which is like a 35-minute flight. 
Yeah, yeah, it's nothing. There's barely time for them to put the, the, the wheels up on the plane. Yeah. But okay, we're half an hour closer to home, I guess, sort of. Uh, that gets delayed. So we're afraid that's going to get canceled. We get on the flight. Okay, we get to Dallas. I just wanted to be out of Houston Airport. But as we're getting on that Dallas flight, they tell us, uh, you have to check your bags. And we're like, okay, like, okay, why can we go in and see if there's room in the overhead bins? They're like, no, you can't. Federal law. Federal law. And we've got this woman who is such... It's a puddle jumper. Yeah. No, it was I mean, a regular... It was a regular... Oh, this was like a DC your normal, Your normal Southwest flight. I right. In all the years I've been flying, I've never had any problems with, with Southwest. And if there was ever any hiccup, they were always very nice about it. Yeah. And, like, these things happen. Like, there's mechanical failures, weather. Like, it happens. Weather, yeah, there's not anything they can do about it. Yeah. This bitch was so fucking salty and sour with us from before we even got... Like, we got up to the counter before I could even say hi. She was... A raging cunt. And so we said, all right, we'll check our bags. That's like, we have to check our bags. We'll check our bags. But we don't want them going to Chicago. We want them coming off the plane in Dallas because we're not sure that we're going to get to Chicago today with because of what's like. Because all the nonsense. The, the history, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just experience has told you. And she goes, yeah. well, it has to go to Chicago. And I said, why? It, 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 so this happens. She's like, fine. So she like comes back over rips off the transfer, like fucking Hulk, rips it off. Uh, Katie starts crying now because she's just exhausted. And like, we're also trying, like, this is the longest we've been away from our kid and our dog. So like the parent missing thing is starting to sink in, which, you know, so now Katie's upset and I'm pissed at this bitch for just being fucking awful. So we check our bags, we get on the flight and, uh, the I, I've never seen an airplane with more room in the overhead bins. Yeah, yeah, they just uh, who the fuck. So at risk of being like a smart, sound like a smartass, I asked the stewardesses. I said, "Miss, uh, they told us to check our bags. The bins are all full. Is this is this full now?" And she looks at it and she goes, "What? No. Who told you that?" It's like, well, the the ladies, the woman at the counter, the woman at the gate. She's like, "What? No." I said, "Did you communicate with them that it was full?" She goes, "Absolutely not." And she goes, "Hey." Belinda, whatever the woman, the woman's name is. Did you tell her that? She goes, what? These aren't empty. These aren't full. What the fuck? We have all the room in the world. So now we're pissed because we have to get out of, when we get in Dallas, we have to leave the gate again and go through fucking security again. Yeah, yeah. So they they lied to us now. No, they it lied wasn't a lie. to it us. It wasn't a lie. Nah, it was, it was a, a miscommunication, lie. but there she didn't no have to be a shit-ass about it. She, she was a shit-ass about it, so it's a lie. I got it. Mm-hmm. You want to punch her in the twat, so she lied. I got it. So we finally get on the flight to Dallas, and and uh, and then we've got a flight home from Chicago or to Chicago that's meant to take off at two thirty-five. We get on standby for another for eleven thirty-five, like just in case. And we end up having a we have some time, so we have a couple of glasses of uh, Bloody Mary, which was great. And we get on the eleven thirty-five on standby. They told us to check our bags again, and we said no. We'd like to try them. In the bins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we can we uh, give it Plenty, a shot? We, like, we've been through this dance before, yeah. you know. Plenty of room in the overhead bins. No problem whatsoever. We get to Chicago. It's fine. Katie had been tracking the 235 flight that we originally booked on. Delayed, delayed, delayed. It did not leave until 1040-something last night. 
So wow. the 29th. So we would like barely now just be home. Yeah. Fucking night. And it, like, it doesn't sound that bad, I guess. But when you consider like well, the I mean, long day of travel. Yeah. yeah. And then like, again, the thing that pissed me off is just how shitty the Southwest people were about the whole thing. Like no, at no point did anybody say, I'm sorry. At no point did they offer like throw some drink tickets at us, you know, like or just or something. just be nice or just be yeah, nice. You don't give give anything, just be nice. Yeah, like and I get it. Like look, Jen, whatever the woman's name was, I think it was Jen. If you woke up this morning, you came into work at six a.m., you had a rough morning because your dickhead husband was abusive to you again. I get your kids fucking hate you. Your your mother-in-law's are living itchy. there. Yeah, yeah, like, but you're paid to be nice to people, so. Don't start the day off being a cunt to us because you married poorly. Nice. You know. You should have said it. So, I mean, like, getting home, like, we, we got home late last night or late so did afternoon. It ruin, did it ruin uh, it's a great question. the vacation for you? I mean, that's, I mean, that's the thing. Because that, that, no. You know, because no. you, can it, you look at, that's why I wanted to hear about the vacation and your birthday and then hear about this because I wanted to know. Has yeah. did, did this taint the entire experience, or just that compartment? Did you compartmentalize the ending as its own specific thing? Here's the thing, Don. Is I'm 40 years old now. You are. You're 40 now. I'm. I'm a man, and it's time to start acting like you're a man. an old man. I'm an old man who's a father. Uh, you know. Yeah. When when they canceled the whale shark trip, I thought, oh God. Because that was like, like I, I mourned that. That was like, like a bucket list. Yeah, it was I, like a like bucket I, list. I mourned, and I'll do it. Like we'll go there again. We'll we'll, we'll do, be able to do this again. But like I had a twenty minutes a twenty minute session of me mourning this because like that was the thing, you know. And I thought, well, is this a sign of things to come in my forties of just sheer disappointment and letdown and. But then the, yeah. the, the, the but the but the vacation was good and I wasn't going to let the one thing ruin the rest of it and I was sure as shit not going to let the last thing ruin every good thing that happened before. And 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 quite frankly, that is the sign I think, I believe of you actually advancing in age and yeah. becoming wiser, <laughs> becoming wiser as you grow older. Because uh, it, it, what it reminded me of is when you were telling me all this stuff, I, I, I want this was the question that was on my mind. Is it did it did you allow this, you know, poor ending experience to completely fuck up the whole experience? No. And what it reminded me of was I remember when Jen and I got divorced, my second ex-wife. Uh-huh. We got divorced, and for about a year, I was pretty bitter because she cheated on me for a year yeah. with a friend of mine. You know, I mean, so it was I was pissed. I mean, yeah. I was really an un- unhappy man there for about a year. And uh, in that year, I kept thinking to myself how I had wasted, we were together for 10 years, Mm -hmm. how I had wasted 10 years of my life, how I'd wasted all those 10 years of my life. And then at a certain point, it just hit me that, boy, that's a really shitty way to go about things. Yeah. And and so I actually went through a process that was like, I don't need therapy. I'm just an asshole. So I do my own thing. Yeah. And so I went through and, and, uh, you know, went through and looked through all the things we'd accomplished together with the theater and all the trips we took and the fun times and really tried to remind myself that it wasn't a waste of 10 years. There were a lot of amazing, good things. It just really ended badly. Yeah. And that, 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 that bad ending is compartmentalized against like eight, 
I would say eight of the 10 years we were together, eight of those years were pretty fucking good years. Yeah. You know, and I actually think that's just the wisdom of getting older. I don't think everybody that gets older gets that wisdom, but it's nice to know that you well, did. Well, I think it's experience, and I think that, you know, it helped that I had my... I, this is a little, I don't know, emotionally childish, maybe? I, or not. Fuck, I don't know. You know, my grandmother just died, and, like, her her outlook on life, her quote is, I must make what happens to me good for me. Yeah. So, and I'd never heard her say that until, like, right before she died, which is a weird thing. But, like, that's been in my head. Like, dude, that is a great way to live life. Like, let's let's do that. So I had all these opportunities at the beginning and then the end of the trip to th- to impart that wisdom and to live it as this new way. Of, so it's, that helps. So thank God my grandmother died. Otherwise, I would have, yeah, probably would have ruined... You know, the sh- well, no, I, the I won't say travel. thank God your grandmother died, <laughs> but thank God that another <laughs> sign of you growing to manhood, my friend, is that you're listening to those, your elders. You're listening to someone who and has I, lived I always, beyond you. And, yeah, and, I always and, but, had. But you're but taking was, it to home. But, well, it's one yeah. thing to listen to your elders, but it's another to actually take their life lessons and try to absorb them into your own perspective. That's a I, that yeah. that is not something that's normal in this country. I don't. I, I, I think more this country and probably this age than anything else. That is not old people are treated like shit. Yeah, and, and, and there's nobody experience wants to listen that comes with that. And, yeah, like yeah. listen, and, listen and, to their experience. They might not be right. It may not be the best yeah, advice. But, but it like might, consider but it, it for a second. Like all right, this person went through it. some shit. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, same topic basically, but. Yeah. Have you have you have you ever had a vacation like while you're on the vacation or or anything that can compare to this cuz that's the thing is what I put was David's hellscape of a vacation but yeah. it doesn't sound like the the vacation was a hellscape just the just getting trying home. to get home yeah yeah. What it, what it, there are two. I'll just do it quickly. But two things that remind what it reminded me of was you know as you're going through this I thought how, do I have anything to compare. In 93, in 1993 with Comedy Sports, I'd just gotten with Comedy Sports. In fact, I auditioned for Comedy Sports without ever seeing it, got cast, and then went and saw the show and went, oh, (laughs) fuck me, this is terrible. (laughs) And then as soon as I went, fuck me, this is terrible, they offered, they said, hey, you know, we've got, we're sending a team to Punta Cana in Dominican Republic for two weeks. You want to go? It's paid, and you're, I went fucking a yeah. I'm like yeah. I don't, now I don't give a shit if it's a crap show. I get to go to fucking Dominican Republic for nothing. I'm getting paid to go. But the thing about us, we get there, and uh, the team that had gone before us had had not done so well. They'd gotten quite drunk and high and made a nuisance. So when we got there, they were already pissed at us, and we hadn't done anything. <laughs> so they were pissed at us. So we got shitty jobs. You know, it's like we did our shows, but then they, in order to justify giving us room, they made us do other stuff. Like I worked a snorkel shack. Yeah. Like, fuck off. I wanted to swim and have fun. No, you got to work if you're going to stay here on the property, you fucking assholes. Uh So we were there two weeks and then they bump us. We can't get home. And then like that week goes by and we're all trying to figure out how we get home because they keep every time there's a flight off the island. They keep bumping us because we're not paying customers. We're we're workers. So and that was a part of the the you know we didn't know this. We didn't know that that was what was signed. 
Right. But that was part of the contract is that we could just get bumped indefinitely. Well, you know, we just keep getting bumped and bumped. Of course, I get more and more obnoxious about it. So finally, Karen McKee and I have to go through San Juan. Uh-huh. And and they are they are stopping people. They're strip searching people. Mostly Americans. Americans that are coming from they are strip searching people. Wow. And she and I, we have to get a we have no time. We're gonna miss our flight. And the next flight from San Juan to I think it was New York, um, was like two days later. Oh my god. So if we god. didn't make this fucking flight, we were you know, this has been, you know, it was the same kind of thing. Like, and I just looked at Karen and we had the like a comedy sports banner. And her luggage and my luggage. And I said, do you trust me? And she went, no. No, I don't trust you. I said, okay, can you trust me? And she said, oh, God, Don, if you get me fucking strip searched, I'll I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I said, just give me all your luggage. And so I've got everything. I'm carrying far more than one mansion. And I'm just bumping into people. I immediately go into Wisconsin. Excuse me. Oh, pardon me. Oh, oh, I can't believe it. Hold on. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on your foot. And I am just bumping the shit out of everything. And as we approach the customs area, she was smart enough to go right into Wisconsin. So she's apologizing for my husband. I don't know. what. And we're just making the biggest. And they just waved us off. They just fucking, they didn't even look at our passport. Just get the fuck out of here. We didn't want to deal with you people. So that was how we got <laughs> home from that. So I thought about that experience while you were explaining your uh, your dilemma. And I thought, yeah. So have you ever had any vacation where it was just like, fuck, this is kind of a nightmare? I mean, the only one that I, the only two, I guess, that I can think of were both my own fault. So the first one was, um, it happened secondly in my life, like, you know, numerically it happened later in life than the first one. But um, this, I, I was going out to a friend's wedding in uh, McCall, Idaho, and I overslept and I missed my first flight and there was a connecting flight and I had to like rush and then I had to rent this weird car and I ended up getting too drunk at the airport and I was driving through the mountains in Idaho, um, drunk off my, like out of my skull to try and get to this thing in time. Uh, I did have my wits about me enough to buckle up the bottle of whiskey I bought uh, in the duty-free or whatever the hell it was. Uh, so that was kind of a shit show, but that was my own, that was a mess of my own making. Yeah. But the, the big one was in college, right after 9-11, when they first opened up the, the airports again and started flying again. Like and all our, hell was breaking loose, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So this is like fear. October 20th, yeah. like mid-October, when they, op- you know, oh, we could fly God. again. Oh, God, you flew? Oh. We had to, we, so a bunch of us, like, our, it was this collegiate newspaper conference, something or other, down in New Orleans, which is like the worst place to fly a bunch of fucking that's college a pretty, kids yeah, down. Yeah, that's a pretty rough place to fly, yeah. But also the best place for a you know for bunch college. of college journalists yeah. to go. So we got down there and had the time of our lives. I mean, drank ourselves stupid, spent ourselves broke, you know, just had a fucking blast. I ended up landing this uh, steady gig the like five days we were down there as... At the Cat's Meow on Bourbon Street, uh, it's a karaoke joint, and they they put up in the in the windows performing tonight, Mr. Vegas or Mr. Las Vegas or something, and I would have a spot every night that we were there to do karaoke and you know stand up or like whatever the hell I wanted to do. They just gave me the stage because I was such a weird hit the first night. 
which is kind of cool. Uh, the girl that ran it was this adorable little blonde thing, and she and I hit it off. And the last night in, uh, in town, she and I hooked up. And I got so drunk out of my head uh, that when it was time for us to leave, I decided I wasn't going home. I was going to stay here with her in New Orleans. We were going to start a family. And I was going to drop out of school <laughs> and like the whole thing. My buddy Mike had been quote unquote mugged the night before. So he was Why ready you, to leave. What, now what's quote unquote? Well, he wasn't mugged. He got drunk, passed out in the middle of the street and people took his shit. Like, so he, yeah, no, he wasn't mugged. That's There's what not happens. even a quote. That's not even a quote unquote mugged. Right. He, well, was, a, right. he was an irresponsible dipshit yes. who had stuff on him. Okay, got He's it. He's like, fuck this town. I'm like, fuck this town. Fuck you. This is the town. <laughs> yeah, is, you, you dumbass. So, he, but he ends up dragging me to the airport. I concede. I go to the airport with him. I say farewell to the woman. I, you know, I don't even remember her name, um, but I'm drunk, pissed horny, you know, whatever. Mike is pissed. He's got no money. He has no ID. And this is, again, right after 9-11. So you can't just like, oh, it's me. Like, here's people that'll vouch for me or whatever it was like before 9-11. Like, he couldn't yeah. not get on the plane. So he had to have his dad fax his passport and birth certificate or some such shit. Oh, good Lord. So there's that whole thing. So and the guards are still in the airport with M like loaded M sixteen. Oh yeah, like, they're, they're not ready to around. Right. They, oh, it was this was serious right after nine eleven. Yeah. It was it, it was very 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 tense. So you've got this one guy who doesn't have identification, who's pissed and acting out, and you've got his buddy, who's drunk, yeah, and just wants to go back and bang the chick in her car in the airport parking lot, who's acting out, like it's. It was a great trip, but it like it really is amazing that we're not in Guantanamo Bay or didn't get shot in the head by, you know, the military police. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was it was a fucking it mess. Was so, so the thing is, and this is what you've got to look forward to now. Now you're forty. Yeah, everything's post forty now. Um, see, my two vacations, like it's like because I've got a million fucking vacations. I mean, there's yeah. one, there's one when I was younger, when I was playing jazz. I was in Amsterdam. Um, and I just got the shit. Ki- I mean, like, I should have been hospitalized. I mean, I, I, I really got, I got beaten up pretty severely by three guys. Yeah. All because <laughs> this one of the three guys was losing his shit because he'd made out with a transvestite. <laughs> and he was, I mean, and, and the thing about it was, I didn't even know these guys. I was walking, <laughs> I would just walk in the street, you know, had a few drinks, did a gig, had a few drinks, was a little high, and I'm walking down the street, and I hear him going off, and he's so hysterical over it that I laughed. <laughs> and those guys turned on me like and some- just <laughs> beat the living shit out of me. Different, not really a vacation story, but, uh, you know, youth. But here's, it's like, all right, so so Dana and I go to London. Last two big trips we've been on. Mm-hmm. We go to London for our third anniversary. And, you know, we're having a pretty good time. Uh, she didn't really like London. She felt right. it was too, yeah, too corporate, too, you know, business class kind of shit. But we did, you know, we did some stuff. But at one point um, in London... We'd walked so much because the thing was, I wanted to do touristy stuff. I wanted to go to Buckingham Palace. I wanted to go to the Tower of London. I lo- it's just fucking history. I want to. Yeah. She she hated London so much. All she wanted to do was walk for fucking miles to parks. Yeah, that's all she wanted to do is walk parks. 
because it didn't cost any money and it didn't remind her of people, you know? And it's like, all right, well, we walk so goddamn much <laughs> that like we, we, we spent a day, I don't remember what day it was, but we spent a day and we'd, we'd been there for like four days at this point. And we go up to the hotel room. We've decided, well, we've spent the fucking day looking at parks, which let's be honest, they all look the fucking same. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I, and we're going to go, we're going to take a nap and then, uh, we're going to get up and we're going to go down to an area where there's some music. We're going to go hear some bands. You know, this mm-hmm. is what we've got going on. Have some drinks, hear some bands. At least it's not a fucking park. Well, I, we wake <laughs> up, I wake up from the nap and I bend over to put my shoes on and my fucking back seizes up. It's the most pain I can recall. Jesus yeah. Christ. I couldn't I couldn't stand up. I couldn't sit. I'm on the floor. I was in fucking agony. Yeah. All right. So Dana doesn't know what to do. She doesn't realize you're not supposed to heat that kind of stuff. You're supposed to cold, you know, put cool on it. But we didn't right. have a refrigerator and there was no ice in this hotel. And it, you know, it's in London. It's like, oh fuck. So Oof. I'm in agony all night long, you know? We don't have any Vicodin. She goes and gets some, like, generic, like, ibuprofen stuff. Um, So the next day, I can stand, and I can walk. I just can't sit down. It's like my back hurts. I can stand up straight. But if I sit down, like, 30 seconds into sitting down, my back starts to seize up again, right? It's the pain. Yeah. So... We're walking. We're like, I can't spend this vacation laying on my fucking back. You know, she doesn't want to go out by herself. So we're walking. We decide we're going to, we go over by the Tower of London. She doesn't go to the Tower of London. So I get pissed because she didn't want to spend the money and I want to fucking get All right. So we keep walking and all of a sudden we, we had lunch. I don't know what it is. I had to take a massive shit. And maybe it was because I was all seized up the, the day before, like muscles that I hadn't shit, but man, I'd take a shit. And there's no place to go to the bathroom in London. There's no public restrooms in London. Nowhere. Right? Seriously? So is that find, a thing? Really? Yeah. Nowhere. There's no public restrooms in all of fucking London. So we're walking around looking for some place for me to take shit. And I'm, my back is killing me. And I got to take a, I mean... It's dirty turtling, touching cotton. Yeah. It's yeah. poking out. I like. I'm dying. I'm fucking dying. So we find touching cotton. That's disgusting. Yeah. We 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 find a 500 year old church because every church in London's 500 years old. You yeah. 500 year old church. We go in, walk in. There's a bathroom. It's and it's the handicap bathroom. It's on it's on the first floor. So she goes into the like. She's. I'll wait for you. And she goes, now the thing about it is, it's a 500-year-old church. It's mostly stone and wood. There's not a lot of sound-absorbing materials around me. (laughs) And I go into the bathroom, and I sit down, but every 30 seconds, my back starts to seize up. So this is the longest, loudest, most painful shit in the world, because I'd sit down to try to start that shit, and i go, oh, ow, oh, god damn it, and I'd have to stand up straddling the toilet in case shit popped out of my ass standing and then i go oh oh okay i'm gonna sit down again oh god damn it and so i'm doing this dana and and anybody in the church can hear me the whole time because there's no insulating it's just like this stone you get this cathedral you hear me going motherfucker oh god it's like she left she was so embarrassed she left oh my god so I finally finished. I get out. It didn't taint the whole experience, but I can say, oh god, 
that as is you know and that thing no more you won't do the drunk i want to bang the hot chick because i was mr las vegas nope post 40 when we were in cancun we're walking it's so dry and sandy one of my eyes starts to burn <laughs> I, I mean just randomly it just starts to burn as we're walking to a beach and it gets so bad that both my eyes start burning and i cannot i'm crying so hard my eyes are i can't see so we have to go into a, like a, a Walgreens, a Cancun version of Walgreens, and she has to get two bottles of Visine, and I have to lay on my back, and we're pouring water, just like bottled water yeah. in my eyes and squirting Visine in my eyes because I can't fucking see anything. So finally, I'm okay. I kind of can see. We're not that far from the beach. <laughs> we go to the beach, but we have to change. I have to change into my swimsuit, and I lose my wallet. Oh, this yeah, I know this story with yeah, all yeah, my yeah. shit. Yep. So you know, get 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 used to it. look forward to uh, going from the ah, oh, I'm such a rowdy college kid yeah. to I'm old and age fucks you and up. My eyes don't work, and I can't, my eyes don't I can't work. My back doesn't my back work. Doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that will start to. Uh, yeah, know. we didn't. Luckily, we didn't have any of that. We did have a. Well, this is kind of a long, drawn out story, so I'll just keep it short. But we. We went on this hike for this mystical beach that we'd actually been hiking all along. It got confusing. Um, and we just got so, so sunburned. The f- it was our first day, this, this, this most recent trip. Um, oh, this is you and Katie. Yeah, just now. Um, so Katie got, like, I got, like, normal burn on the shoulders, not a big deal. Yeah. Um, but Katie, like, there were, like, ridges in her skin Oh from Jesus Christ! She, she got like got. she got like a first degree. It burn. was like yeah. it was like a second degree, second. Oh shit! Third, like almost. I mean, third is like blisters. Yeah, third, um, third's really bad. Yeah, but yeah, it was like a second degree. I mean, she's okay now, but like, yeah, it was. That'll make the entire trip miserable. It man. was bad. So I mean, fortunately, she was a good sport about it, and you know, we we did aloe and we stayed. We were able to stay out of the sun the next day for the most part. You know, so it was fine, but. Yeah, I mean that could have could have taken a. a well, turn no wonder for the she cried when you were in fucking Dallas and the woman was a cunt. Well, I mean it was a lot of things. Um, yeah, but yeah, that was I think that was part of it. Um, plus, she needed to wash her ass, you know, and that'll make when you need to wash your ass and some woman's telling you you have to check your bags and you can't wash your ass right now. Why didn't she go wash her ass in like a bathroom, like do a horse bath? Well, I mean she did, you know, yeah, like a like a Polish a Polish shower. She did. But yeah, she needed like a proper ass washing. Was like, it bad? Like she needed, like you know those those do-it-yourself car washes where you with the power washer. She needed one of those. Like, was it something you smelled and you like were making comment about? It wasn't me. This is just her. This is her saying. These, oh, I need to wash my ass. So it wasn't you words. saying, "Honey, you need to wash your ass." It's her saying, Don, "I need I to wash my ass." I would never say such a thing about my another. I, wife. I don't even. I don't even have this, but it's the funniest thing that that you said is that Katie. <laughs> she's like. You're getting Bloody Marys, and she said something about Bourdain. Tell me, oh. that's the best quote. Oh, I'm looking around at all these people, all this travel. Is this why Anthony Bourdain offed himself? Where's my fucking Bloody Mary? <laughs> like, just, just being in among the filth, the common unwashed public. And it was, like, we got stuck in getting our, you know, getting in line in, in Cancun. You've got all these, you know, Americans coming home. And these two people that, you know, go down there three times a year. And they always stay at the same place. This guy, he was one of those guys that just like he's probably in finance, and he probably reads Cigar Aficionado. You want to beat him to death? 
he would not shut up and every single fucking syllable that came out of the guy's mouth was wrong wrong he was wrong about travel information he was wrong about lines for the tickets he was wrong about uh and these are facts it wasn't like he's just wrong like he thinks that you know missouri should have no abortion like it wasn't it was just this guy was just and he wouldn't stop talking and every time we passed him in the airport he was running his mouth off to his wife it was just fucking horrible and i was in front of this girl and i could see her text she was texting to her fiance and she goes cancun is awful and he says why babe she says, it's dirty and slow, and it's just the worst. And I'm thinking, bitch. I love Cancun. Yeah, if, if you think Cancun is dirty and slow, then just don't travel to Mexico. Mexico is not, like, every street is not paved. And it's slower because they're relaxed. Yeah. They're not wound up tight like you, you fucking coos. It's just like people, nice. people chill out. are the fucking worst, right? They need to chill out, man. So between, like, to your question, like, did, did the travel home ruin the trip? I mean, it, it really easily could have, because, like, I'm back with Americans, and ew, and, you know, just getting home is a pain in the ass, and my wife's ass was foul, and, you know, but nah, man, that's life, that's travel. If you don't want to deal with this shit, don't leave the house. All right, Simeon cohort, here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first thing is, uh, it's a watch. It's back on FX. Watch Archer 1999. I think this might be the last yep. season, but I think I said that like two season, seasons ago. So um, I watched the first episode the other night. It's Archer, so it's great. So give it a it's go. It's great. Uh, my first one is a read. It is, believe it or not, I'm actually going to recommend somebody read a BuzzFeed article. Stop! Mainly, be, mainly <laughs> no. because it made me laugh. It is by <laughs> Sophie Gad. It is 17 vacation horror stories that will make you never want to travel. Uh, all right. Just, I mean, actually, it's 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 pretty funny. I mean, it's all bullet point kind of shit that's yeah. like the BuzzFeed. But uh, it did, it, in preparation for this podcast, made me laugh. So, yeah, that's right. a 17 vacation horror stories. Okay. Um, the next thing is a read. It's a book called Noir. It's by Christopher Moore, who's written... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Really funny, uh, yeah. It's a it it takes the piss out of the the noir style of you know yeah. that, that literary device. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. It's funny. Christopher Moore is a great writer, uh, yeah. so give it a go. All right, my second thing is a watch. I don't know if you've seen it. It's a it's not a documentary, but it looks like one. It's called Escape from Tomorrow. Have you heard of this? I have not. Okay, this is okay. This is I'll read the blurb. Um, depending on your point of view, it doesn't take much to take the so-called happiest place on earth <laughs> and turn it into a tale of horror. But the makers of this indie surrealist <laughs> horror flick really worked overtime to bring their twisted version of Disney World to the screen. Now, this is, this is true. The cast and crew literally had to employ guerrilla tactics in order to covertly film on location yeah. at the park to avoid the famously litigious gaze of the big mouse. This is... A great movie. Like I said, it looks like a documentary, but it is really, and they did actually film it at, Di at Disneyland. That's, and that's crazy. It's pretty good. It's Escape from Tomorrow, and you can get it on Amazon Prime. To quote uh, Dr. Jared Keene, uh, Disney World is a Japanese internment camp turned upside down. Nice. That's, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, all right, I'm looking forward to watching this, because that's, that's yeah, going to be It's incredible. really good. It's really a hoot. And my third thing to do this week is 
pretty obvious. We've got Bug House Chicago number 21 happening, or 22, 23, 23, 23. Jesus, uh, happening tomorrow night. Uh, if you listen to this, tomorrow night being uh, June 3rd. Uh, did, you like, did you like the video this time? I love the video. Did you see it? No. Oh God! It, came, you it came out after I was off the grid. That's man. right. It's so to me. This is my. <laughs> this is Dana's favorite video trailer. My favorite part of it is, is I call it a montage to Peter Kremitis. Because oh, there's an entire montage of shots of Peter. It just made me laugh so hard. That's perfect. You like it? It's, yes, it's great. Has. We've got yeah, we've got a great yeah. uh, great lineup. We're debating uh, the public pool. Is it an oasis of wonder or deep puddle of filth? Genetics, we modify your kids or leave them to nature, or uh, in the theme of, of Father's Day coming up, my dad is better than your dad. We've got Joe Janes and Peter Kremitis, uh, A.J. Miller, Vincent Truman, and uh, Carrie Caster and M.T. Cazola. So yeah, it's a really, yeah, yeah. I, really, really excited for the show, and we'll see you at the Haymarket tomorrow night. That's right. And my third thing is a watch. Planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> Even though it's not Thanksgiving? It, it doesn't matter if it's Thanksgiving or not. Trains, planes, and automobiles. The funniest classic. Yeah. I can see the 19 fucks coming out of your mouth like it did Steve Martin's mouth at the counter when he's dealing with the the, the rental car. Yeah. I can see your face at the Southwest Airlines. And her I saying, well, it. you're fucked. Yeah. 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 That's, that's exactly right. The funny part is, is uh, I told Katie, I was like, fuck, fuck the flights. We're taking, we're getting an Amtrak. And she goes, do you just want that? Because it's then planes, trains, and automobiles. I go, they, I mean, well, now I do, but. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and um, I also want to point out, uh, even though you're, you're talking bug house uh, tomorrow, um, if you're a Vegas person and you're listening to the podcast, I don't know if anybody in Vegas listens to our podcast yet. Um, but if you are a Las Vegas native, um, I will tell you there are two things going on. Um, at the end of this month, David Himmel is going to be flying to Las Vegas. <laughs> on, on Southwest. The, on Southwest Airlines. So we'll see if he makes it. We'll see. Um, <laughs> on Sunday, June 23rd at 7 o'clock, we have what we're calling Locals Only, a reading of The Last DJ and a couple of others. And it's going to be Eric Lewin, who is a, a littered ape. Writer, he's going to be reading from his book, Son of Influence. Dana German's going to be reading from Pisces Eye. And then you, David, are going to read extensively from your wonderful book, The Last DJ. <laughs> extensively, and page one through 99. 99. And then, uh, and then uh, Jarrett Keene is going to uh, do a little quick Q&A with you. And uh, we'll do that. That's going to be at the writer's block. And then, David, you will be performing um, in the Vegas bug house on june 24th so this could be quite a month i'm coming home again baby that's it all right that is the podcast my friends thanks for listening it's good to be back and uh if anybody wants some dead skin i got a lot on my shoulder so just let me know mm. <laughs> oh god you can listen to the literate ape cast on apple podcasts stitcher or any place you find your podcast jones if you enjoy listening to two white guys holding court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. <laughs>